Incoming transmission. Said the feet of non-oe. Life, uh, finds a way. Start the stark contrast. Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Stark Contrast. I am your host, Rod Stark. It is a Monday edition. And if you're wondering why there was no Friday edition, maybe you looked back and you thought you missed it. It never came across the interwebs. While I did record it, it got lost in the ether. It has gone to the world. And that gives us another update. When I did receive my laptop on Friday, I got my new laptop in the mail. Opened it up, was all excited. And sure enough, it didn't work at all. The hard drive said it wasn't locatable so I had to get on with Office Depot and try to track down how to get an exchange. The gentleman on the internet argued with me saying that there was no way to exchange it. I would just have to get a refund and order a new laptop at wit's end with Office Max, Office Depot, same company. I decided that I would uh, go into the store instead of dealing with the online service. I told the gentleman online that I did not want to initiate a return. I was going to go to the local store and try to get an exchange, which is what their website claimed you could do. He went back and forth with me and then uh, talked to a supervisor. Supervisor didn't seem to understand that you could bring it to the office depot store locally either uh, until I showed them on their website where it said that and then they said go ahead and try that might work they were, good luck pretty much all they gave me um they gave, did give me a list of local stores but uh that's something i found by myself before they even offered the information so anyways i i got up before work the office depot locally didn't open till 8 a.m which is usually when i'm at work so i was there waiting for them to open they opened right about on time, and I went inside, explained that I needed an exchange, that the hard drive wasn't working on this brand new computer, and the uh, gentleman said that he wasn't sure if he had one. I explained to him that I had already checked their online status, and it said they had one in stock, so he he was very helpful, said he'd gone back and check, came back right within a minute, and had a laptop computer in hand. And he just exchanged it with me, no paperwork to fill out, nothing waiting. It took longer to explain the situation than it actually did to exchange the laptop. So my recommendation, if you do ever buy a laptop or have any kind of issues with somebody like Office Depot, just go in and talk to an actual sales associate and avoid their internet customer service, which was completely unhelpful and uh, worthless completely worthless. So I would avoid Office Depot in general uh, while it was a good de deal on the laptop. And now that I've got the working laptop, I am enjoying it. I think it's a pretty good product. I've never had a problem with HP computers, so I'm excited to use it. But the original process of getting the computer and dealing with the canceled uh, orders like I talked about last week on this podcast, uh, just really put a negative taste in my mouth so if at all possible I would avoid the old office depot when it comes to your computer needs but such is life there if we ever do get a hold of this loss episode I will be sure to share it but for whatever reason it says the file is corrupt and it's not letting me 
correct it. So we're going to assume it's gone forever and you've lost the greatness that is Rod Stark for that one episode. So we'll dig on, carry on, so forth. Uh, that leads me to another sad, sad thing, and that's the loss of somebody that gave great things to this world and our country in general, uh, somebody that gave so many people something to look up to in an ideal, and that, as I'm sure you know, is Stephen Hilleberg, the creator of SpongeBob. He passed away of ALS this year, this uh, week, um, sadly, he, uh, his life was cut short by that terrible disease, but he did uh, leave a cartoon that at first I, I, to be honest, did not enjoy at all. I thought SpongeBob was kind of a shithead of a cartoon character, but after uh, some further inspection and uh, the urging of former guest Nicholas Blackmer, who suggested I give it another chance, I did more of a deep dive on SpongeBob and actually found out that there is quite a bit to the show, and it it gives a, a good wholesome, um, you know, naivete about the world, and I I do think it's a positive show for kids, a, a fun show, and for sure, another uh, death of this past week, probably who you thought I was getting at, is uh, President George H W Bush, uh, President forty one. You're getting a lot of positive reflection of George Bush over this last week or last few days since he uh, passed away. Now, I I have a different view on George Bush. I it's not all negative. I do see where everybody's going with the uh, romance between him and Barbara Bush. I do believe that was genuine. I do believe that he was a sincere family man. He did have some good policies, but overall. If you look back on some of the negative stuff from George Bush, he set up a lot of the war on drugs stuff and kind of ramped that up while he was responsible in the CIA for uh, running drugs, looking to the Iran Contra incident and some of these other things that he's responsible for. And you'll see that uh, George H.W. Bush wasn't so great of a guy after all. He did have a very shady, shady side to him, all in the name of... Uh, special interest in the elite of our country. I do think that there are some good things to reflect on him, but also take it with a grain of salt. This uh, pretty much sainthood that they're bestowing upon him isn't really quite uh, what it seems to be. So I would encourage all of you to do a little more digging when it comes to the political career of George Herbert Walker Bush, but he's gone. Another president uh, has passed away. It's been over a decade since we've had a president pass away, so I'm sure you're going to hear a lot of coverage, understandably so, when it comes to the funeral and the remembrance of George Bush. But I wanted to give my two cents on it. Uh, not such a great guy, in my opinion. Uh, had a lot of skeletons in the closet being from skull and bones that's bound to happen but with that being said we'll we'll transition leave it at that the passing of the 41st president has happened so the uh, next item i'd like to talk to you guys about is an earthquake that hit in alaska i know 
that you probably thought the most devastating news all week was the fact that my laptop didn't work when it showed up, but there was a powerful earthquake that hit in Alaska on Friday. Uh, a lot of damage. It kind of literally shook people up in uh, Alaska. But uh, overall, I've noticed that where a lot of this oil fracking, which is becoming more and more prevalent, is going on, we're having these earthquakes where there, we didn't any before. So maybe take a little look into that. There might be a little more to it. The old Alaska earthquake than we know. We also had another uh, disturbing note. Neil deGrasse Tyson, somebody that I definitely uh, look up to when it comes to his knowledge of space and his knowledge of physics, uh, some new sexual abuse allegations against him. While, uh, you know, like I said, I, I looked up to him when it comes to science. I don't didn't want to shy away from the fact that there are these abuse allegations. I've hammered at some of these other people that I don't consider uh, good people. So I thought it only fair that I share the fact that there were a few sexual abuse allegations against Neil deGrasse Tyson. At the very least, sounds like he was being a real creep. Um, I know I, one person claimed that he had grabbed a hold of her to look at her tattoo. She had a tattoo of the solar system, and he was moving around and looking at some of her uh, side and stuff, trying to, he said, locate Pluto. He pretty much confirmed that he did do that and that he gets excited with uh, the solar system. So uh, at the very least, creepy, creepy stuff, but hopefully uh, you know, it doesn't end up being as bad as it could be when it comes to all this Me Too stuff. And uh, we see Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, kind of make amends for anything that he has done wrong. Another interesting story from this week. A Tracy Redford was boarding a Southwest Airlines flight in El Paso, Texas with her daughter. And uh, the flight attendants, or the gate agents anyways, uh, were making fun of the five-year-old daughter's name. Her name is Absidy, which is spelled A-B-C-D-E. And the mother was really upset that they were making fun of this kid's name. My take on it is if you're going to name your kid such a stupid fucking name as Absidy, um, you probably should know that she's going to get teased. That doesn't excuse the fact that they were teasing a five-year-old girl pretty much right in front of her where she could hear her. But in general... Um, if anything, the fault more goes to the mom for being such an idiot. I was naming her kid that. Yeah, I mean, seriously, how do you expect this person to go through school, this little girl, to deal with you know, the other kids in the school and then to go out and try to get a job with a name that is spelled A, B, C, D, E? Um, so I give Tracy Redford the Idiot of the Week award. Way to go. You're a moron. Thank you very much. I did have one listener question, uh, more of a comment. They said, I can't believe that you are as bad of a singer as you claim. Obviously, you're putting on a show. I assure you, I am way worse than you can even imagine. Just ask anybody that's been on a road trip with me or in any kind of extended situation where there's music. I will sing, and it is horrible. Therefore, just just know it's not... There's no putting on a show. There's no joke about it. I am really, really that bad of a singer. 
You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a, a greasy black peel. We are going to do a episode on Friday with Liam. So if you guys had any of those listener questions for Liam, go ahead and give us a call on the hotline. The number is 920-395-8930, or you can email thestartcontrast at AOL.com. That hotline number is able to take text as well, or you can just message me right on Facebook. But yeah, uh, Liam will be on on Fridays and answering all your guys' questions. I'll post probably on Wednesday night just asking for those questions as well. So we'll have a follow-up with Liam. I know a lot of people have commented on how much they enjoyed that interview, so we're going to follow up on that. I'm happy to be back. We're going to make sure we got we got the new laptop, got the updated equipment, so we don't have to have any worries about missing data or corrupted files. We're moving on up in the world. I thank you guys for listening. I appreciate your listening to the podcast please remember to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform share with your friends and as always fight the fog and that's when to grow on